My name is Yankee Irving. That's right, my name is Yankee. My mom and dad are big fans of the New York Yankees. My dad even works at the Yankee Stadium. He's a janitor there. I'm a Yankees fan too. See that guy on TV? That's Babe Ruth. He's the greatest player of all time. When the Yankees played the Chicago Cubs in the 1932 World Series, Babe hit home run after home run. The Yankees were winning the series three games to zero. It looked like they couldn't lose. Once, though, I almost gave up on baseball. I liked to play, but I wasn't any good. The guys at the Sandlot always picked me last for the team. I didn't blame them. When I finally got a chance to bat, I struck out. You're never playing on my team again, one kid yelled. I felt pretty bad. I tried to practice batting with a broom handle and a rock. The rock smashed into an old car. Underneath the car, I found a dirty old baseball. Guess nobody wants you in the game either, I told the baseball. I took it back to my apartment. You won't believe what happened next. I was in my bedroom, tearing the baseball pictures off my wall. I didn't want anything to do with the baseball anymore. Then I heard the old baseball rolling away. I looked down and it looked at me. The base, the ball was alive. How's it going? The ball asked me. I was shocked at first. The ball tried to roll away again, but I grabbed him. I decided to name him Screwy. Then I washed him. Screwy didn't like that too much. My mom asked me to take supper over to my dad at the Yankee Stadium. I took Screwy with me. Dad, I found a talking baseball, I told him. My dad didn't really believe me for some reason. Screwy wouldn't talk to anyone but me. I told my dad about striking out at the Sandlot. To cheer me up, dad took me into the Yankees locker room. He showed me Babe Ruth's baseball bat, nicknamed Darlin. Babe had the custom made three years ago, dad told me. That was the first year he hit 50 home runs. I said Darlin was a lucky bat. Dad left me alone in the locker room so I could look at the bat some more. Then a creepy looking security guard came in, so I left. The next morning, I talked to Screwy some more. I was in the majors for two glorious pitches, Screwy told me. Tragically, for me, I was a foul ball. Nobody even came to look for me. Screwy was a lot like me. He had given up on baseball too. I thought things looked pretty bad for the both of us, but then things got worse. Dad's boss, Mr. Robinson, came to the apartment with the police officer. Mr. Robinson said that somebody had stolen Bay of Bruce bat. I kind of blurted out that I seen a creepy security guard when I was in the locker room. My dad got in big trouble for letting me in there. Mr. Robinson fired him. I felt awful. I just knew that the security guard had stolen the bat. Besides, he had looked familiar. I looked through my baseball card collection. Then I found this picture. The security guard was really Lefty McGinnis a pitcher for the Chicago Cubs. Lefty's the biggest cheater who ever stepped on the mound, Scurry said. I figured it out fast. Lefty must have stolen the ball so that Babe can't hit. The Yankees will lose the series. I told my dad, but he didn't believe me. He thought I was making up the story, just like he thought I made up the story about Scurry. I knew what I had to do. I had to get Darlin back to Babe. 
Then my dad could get his job back. You're never going to catch Lefty, Screwy said. He's probably on a train to Chicago by now. If we go to the Penn Station, we might catch him, I said. Screwy didn't want to go with me, but we made a deal. If he helped me find Lefty, I would take him back to the Sandlot. We took the subway to Penn Station, and I got on the train heading to Chicago. Screwy spotted Lefty, and I snuck under Lefty's seat and grabbed the case with Darwin in it. Then I ran. Lefty ran after me. The train started to leave the station. I jumped onto another train, but Lefty followed. I jumped onto another train, but Lefty followed me again. Then I jumped back onto the Chicago train. Lefty tried to follow again, but this time he didn't make it. I didn't have the train ticket, so the conductor kicked me off the train in Pennsylvania. I sat down on a bench and opened up Darwin's case. Ah, put me down, bandit, bandit, Darwin screamed. I couldn't believe it. Babe Ruth's bat had come to life. No, wait, we're rescuing you, I told her. Darlin calmed down. She asked us to take her to Babe in Chicago, but I wanted to take her to New York so my dad could get his job back. Before I could get my ticket, I spotted Lefty walking into the train station. I hid. Gonna nail him to the side of a barn when I catch that kid, Lefty muttered. I knew we had to get out of there fast. I grabbed Darlin and Screwy and we ran off into the woods. Then, suddenly, a dog sprang out at us and snatched Screwy. I chased the dog into an old factory. I got Screwy back, and I met a bunch of guys who were down on their luck. They were listening to the radio, and the news was not good. Babe Ruth had struck out, the announcer cried. The Cubs may just win the World Series after all. I told, I told you Babe needed me, Darlin whispered. That changed my mind. The New York train passed by, but I didn't get on it. I had to get to Chicago. If Babe Ruth didn't get Darlin back, the Yankees would lose the series. I headed down to the train tracks to Chicago. I was feeling pretty hungry, so I stopped in town to pick up some apples. Then some guy came out of nowhere and took Screwy from me. They tossed him back and forth. I tried, but I couldn't get him back. Then a girl showed up, started throwing apples at the bullies. Are you going to let that girl fight for you? One of them asked. No, but I'll help you. I yelped back. I started throwing apples at the bullies, but they kept hitting me with apples. I couldn't dodge any of them. The girl, Marty, gave me some pointers. Don't look where they're going. You gotta watch where they're starting from, she told me. It worked. I kept my eyes on the apples. Pretty soon, the bullies were begging for mercy. I took back Screwy. I was fighting for my life, Screwy complained. Wow, you can really throw, I told Marty. How did you learn that? My dad pitches for the Cincinnati Tigers, she replied. I was impressed. Marty took me back to her house and introduced me to her mom. As we looked at the picture of her dad, I told Marty my story. My dad can help you, she said. His team is going on the road tomorrow. They can drop you off in Chicago. It looked like I could finally stop running, but I didn't know that Marty's mom had called the police. She was trying to help, but she didn't know about Lefty. Lefty pretended to be my dad. He showed up at Marty's house. I ran from him again. Marty whacked Lefty with some more apples, 
and I got away. I kept walking, heading toward the stadium where I would find Marty's dad. I was feeling pretty low. I missed my mom and my dad. Chicago seemed so far away, and Darlin and Screwy kept arguing. Then, Darlin said something that cheered me up. You and Babe are a lot alike, she said. I believe he's going to be meet, like to meet you. I finally made it into the stadium where the Cincinnati Tigers were playing. I met Marty's dad, Bonnie Brewster. He said I could hitch a ride on the team's bus. Your name's Yankee, huh? One of the players said. Your boys lost again last night. Got beat bad. Hate to see them let the series go to those Cubs, even though I was worried about Babe. I had fun on the bus ride. The players are all all thought Darlin was a great bat. They played catch with Screwy, too. I think he actually liked it. The Tigers helped me, too. They showed me how to fix my batting stance. You get your feet set right, and you can hit anything you can reach, Mr. Brewster said. I tried out my new stance. It felt great. The Tigers dropped me off in Chicago in front of the hotel where Babe and the Yankees were staying. I saw a newspaper. The Yankees had lost another game. The series was tied 3-3. When I met Babe, he thought I was kidding him. I felt awful. I tell you what, kid, Babe said. You put Darlin in my hands, and I'll put you in the World Series, okay? Before I could answer, I saw Lefty sneaking away. He had Darlin. I ran after him. But it didn't get far. Lefty pushed me into a car. I couldn't believe who was inside. It was Napoleon Cross, the owner of the Chicago Cubs. Lefty and Cross took me to Wrigley Field. The final game of the World Series was playing. Lefty was pitching. That was his reward for stealing Darlin. Cross locked me. Darlin and Screwy in the owner's box. So tragic, Cross said. It's Babe's last turn at the plate, and he doesn't have his magic bat. That's strike three for Babe. He's really had a tough series. The announcer cried. I felt awful. I had failed. The Yankees were going to lose the series for sure. Sorry, I didn't get her in time for you. It's my fault the Yankees are losing, I told Babe. Babe laughed. The truth is, we're just in a slump. Darlin is a great bat, but it's the batter that makes the difference. The Yankees still had one more chance at bat. Who are you going to put in? The manager wondered. The choice could be a make or break the game. Babe smiled. I know who we're going to put in, he said. He pointed at me. The kid. You can do it, Yankee, Darlin told me, but I knew I was going to strike out again. I nervously looked around the stands. I was going to disappoint all these people. Then I saw my mom and my dad. It's weird, but suddenly... Stop being nervous. I remembered what Marty had told me about keeping my eye on the ball. I remember what the Tigers had taught me about my stance. I relaxed. I was ready. Lefty pitched the ball again. It's a home run. A home run. The Yankees win the series. The crowd was cheering, but I really didn't notice. I was too busy hugging my parents. It was definitely a happy ending. My dad got his job back with a raise. Darlin was glad to be back with Babe. Even Screwy was feeling good. He had finally become a home run ball. He decided to stick with me instead of going back to the sandlot. It just goes to show you, Screwy said. You can be the worst player on the field. People can tell you you are not good. They can tell you to give up. And when they do, you know what to do. You keeps on swinging.
And that's just what I did. I kept on swinging. I mean, how could I give up baseball? My name is Yankee, after all.